This is John Martinka. My special guest today on the Getting the Deal Done podcast series is Lance Barnard. Lance is the owner of Ward Road Pharmacy uh, in the Den greater Denver area. And Ward Road is an institutional pharmacy, meaning they don't have retail locations. Uh, Lance, you are as of now about a three months in as a business owner, right? Yep. Three months and two days, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> so what attracted you to Ward Road Pharmacy? Yeah, so I was looking for, uh, I'll first say that I actually don't come from a healthcare background, uh, but I was looking for a very particular set of um, criteria when looking for business. Uh, first off, geographically, um, my fiance and I wanted to live in, uh, in a mountain town in, in Colorado or Utah, so we targeted uh, those locations to search as the first criteria. But then um, the broader sense, I was looking for B2B stable cash flow, recurring revenue uh, businesses, uh, COVID proof, because we were doing this search at the time um, and looking for businesses that weren't impacted and wouldn't be impacted by a pandemic. Um, diverse customer base, uh, no not, not, no high customer concentration, uh, just a business that I could step into knowing that it had been around for a long time and would continue to be around for a long time without hopefully any major disruptions. Good. Now, you worked with Lisa Forrest at Live Oak Bank. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, it brings a smile to most people's faces. And they also have their different specialty channels where they have expertise and people on staff that are really go deep in industries. What was it like working with Lisa? And especially, uh, what did you get out of the uh, pharma uh, expertise they have? Yeah, so um, the experience with Live Oak uh, was, was, was great. Um, they had done a bunch of other uh, pharmacy deals in the past. And what that did was kind of gave a big jump start to both my dil diligence process, because the questions that they ask, what I like to tell people is, look, if you're trying to solicit capital from investors, they're going to be a certain level of diligent, um, but they're looking at things in, a, in an optimistic light of view. Um, well, with the bank, what does the bank do? They look at the worst case scenario. So they're looking for the things that can really bite you. Um, and that helps me sort of guide my, my own diligence. Um, so they had a lot of industry specific questions. I think um, they're probably one of the more thorough banks when it comes to diligence. And they're perhaps a little bit more, um, they'll ask a lot of questions that other banks you might reach out to won't ask. Uh, and that's, you know, can be difficult, but in the end, um, if you do go through and get through that process and they sign off on the deal, you, you have a pretty good, um, feeling that you, you have a good business. So, um, their pharmacy specific team, uh, in addition to just the diligence aspect, they also, uh, provided a number of contacts. Uh, so whether it was quality of earnings or attorneys or um, people who had worked in professionals who had worked in the pharmacy space 
um, that that was really, really valuable. And I ended up uh, going with several of their recommendations for professionals on the deal. Um, so that was that was great. And they, they were they were able to provide all those uh, introductions to me. OK. Let's switch to operations. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I was visiting you a while back, you know, you talked about some of the things you did the first few days, the first few weeks, little things that seem to have a big impact. Yep. Just share a few of them. And, and, you know, I know when I heard them, you know, and I hear this all the time from people, it, it sounds so basic, but often these previous owners or CEOs don't do these little things. Yeah. So um, you've, this business has been around since uh, the 1981, just celebrating its 40th year. And um, a lot of the processes uh, have not really kept up to pace with current times. And uh, that's no, no, you know, disrespect on the previous ownership. Uh, But coming into this with a fresh set of eyes, uh, there were a few things that kind of I was looking at saying, hmm, that doesn't make sense. I think we can improve that with relatively little either financial cost or just uh, without totally upending the processes in place. Because I'm obviously drinking through a fire hose coming into this new business and trying to learn things and not trying to make anything too drastic, but you're right. Little things do add up. Uh, so everything from uh, looking at our, um, uh, trying to, to sort of reduce our networking capital requirements by stretching payables or uh, figuring out more efficient ways to, to receive ca- uh, cash. So, um, sorry. Uh, so, uh, you know, getting um, uh, payers to, to pay us via EFT when they were paying by check, um, sending, putting things on credit card that were previously being paid by, by, by check. Um, um, and, you know, that, that seems like a small thing, but when you suddenly have uh, the ability to pay 30, 60, 90 days out where you were just paying the day of, uh, that makes a big difference on your financial metrics. Um, small operational improvements, uh, streamlining our, our shipping. Uh, so you don't have to enter in the address uh, of the customers each time, kind of creating a database. And uh, we're starting to look at CRMs and, um, and, and on the medical billing side, uh, we've done a lot of paper claims. We're starting to look into electronic uh, billing there and uh, working with clearing houses. So a uh, lot of different components. Those are just a few of the things. Um, but we're and and in the warehouse, I guess the other the the last thing I'll say we've we've made a lot of just small equipment purchases. Whether it's a new set of uh, shelving, um, uh, bubble packing stations where you can have a roll and just cut it off instead of having to pick it up and move that little things that add, uh, subtract five or 10 minutes from the process that adds up uh, a lot. And, and it, it really has kind of made a difference. Share with us the couple few things you did to make smiles, get, get smiles from the employees your first few days. I remember you telling <laughs> me those things. Yeah. So, um, I, I think th- there were there were a few things kind of just that had uh, during the transaction process that had sort of been a- ignored. Um, there was a, a water filter that uh, we wanted that uh, previously people either brought their own water or went next door to a coffee shop nearby to get fresh water. We installed a water filter system. 
Um, and uh, that really made a, a pretty big difference. Uh, people could, you know, use our break room fully. Uh, paper towel holders. We, we had uh, paper towel. Um, did, we, we just had them kind of sitting and people didn't like that they had to touch the, the roll and got all messy and just buying that. Um, there were some stationery, some uh, stamps, uh, new pens, and and uh, office supplies that that previously weren't getting approved. Um, it was not nothing major, but it, it did make a pretty big difference on morale. Yeah, it, it is amazing how sometimes those little things really really get people happy. Yeah. So uh, back to the diligence process. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are a couple of things you learned that you uh, would do again or not do again? Hmm. Um, a few things I'd do again or not do again. It's a good question. Um, I think uh, it's very important to uh, do as much diligence as you can uh, prior to engaging with professionals uh, with before you get to your quality of earnings, before you get to your lawyers, before you get um, everyone involved, you want to be able to do as much as possible. And I did a decent job, I feel like, um, but where, uh, where, where I may have gone awry and what I, what I could have proved uh, improved on was when it came time to engage those professionals, especially on the attorney side, having a clear, a plan of action as to what you want them focused on and uh, what you want them to, to not focus on. Um, um, when you're, when you're working with transaction attorneys, they just like banks are, are looking to protect you. So uh, they're, they're looking at things in kind of the worst light possible. And that's good uh, to an extent, but you have to be able to define what your, what you want to, uh, what what you really think is worth digging into, and what you think is worth pushing back on the buyers, uh, or excuse me, the sellers uh, on, and what may not be a major detail. Um, and so, really having a game plan when you when you talk to uh, those professionals is is quite important. Otherwise, you're that that diligence process can stretch out a really really long time and and end up costing you a lot of money. Um, the other thing, just you know, communication with uh, with the seller. Um, every seller uh, can be is different. Um, you you want to be very conscious that this is a kind of it can be an emotional process, and uh, for for the seller uh, and be constant in constant communication and and trying to sort of gate not not lose track of the fact that this is more than just a transaction for them yeah and we had the interesting uh situation of the business being owned by a, a trust actually two mm-hmm. trusts um <laughs> trustee not yes. familiar with selling a business within a trust and family issues and uh that added uh that definitely added some complexity to the thing yep Absolutely. Uh, and that, that brings up another point on, on uh, something I maybe could have improved on. It was a little bit tough to foresee, but where uh, we had a lot of difficulty in the deal was on rep, uh, reps and warranties, uh, which is a really, really important part of a deal. Um, and 
it's hard to express that in the IOI or the LOI phase, but to the extent that you can, if you can even just agree on in principle on um, on on some of those topics, either that um, networking capital, that's another contentious one that gets a lot of people. Um, you don't necessarily have to have it all entirely spelled out, but the more you can sort of outline in your LOI, the better off you're going to be when it comes time for the actual uh, paperwork. So neither party is surprised. Yeah. And I'll just add to that that most buyers will never see this, but the, the trust didn't want to rep and warranty anything. So they bought insurance on your behalf to cover that. So yep. interesting situation. Uh Finish up with a couple things, uh, and you can add what you want. Uh, what advice do you have for others that are out there searching who want to be a buyer and an owner like you are? Um, well, the first piece of advice is to just get out there and start doing it. Uh, I think a lot of people sort of overthink um, the the process, uh, and they're like, oh, you know, I need a website, and I need to have uh, my pitch, and I need to have my financing lined up and everything. The reality is there's nothing preventing you from picking up the phone and, and, and calling someone um, uh, and reaching out to owners, reaching out to brokers. Um, so that's the first piece of advice. Second piece of advice is don't be too picky. Um, every business has uh, potential, but, and, and also issues. You're not going to get that, that totally golden goose or, or it's unlikely that you're going to find mm -hmm. that, that, that uh, business that has absolutely no um, financial issues, personnel issues, has a perfect clean record, no customer concentration. Uh, so even though you have your ideal set of criteria, um, figure out which ones are essential uh, versus kind of a wish list and be prepared to, to uh, make some compromises. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, there are no perfect businesses, no perfect deals. And uh, take something yeah. where you add value and can see where you can add that value. Right. Uh, so I know it's three months. That's not very long. <laughs> when, do you, uh, when do you think you're going to want to start thinking about maybe even looking for a, an add-on acquisition to Wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, um, this, uh, I, I, I'm in a particularly fragmented industry where the first uh, about 50% is owned by major national retailers uh, or players. And uh, the remaining 50% uh, have revenues. The average revenue of a pharmacy is, is well under uh, $5 million. Um, so it's a, uh, there is a lot of potential for, for bolt-ons. I, I think with this industry being as regulated as it is, uh, M&A can be very challenging as I've found out this, uh, I'm still, I'm in month three and I still have not finished the ownership transfer process. There's, uh, you know, 10, 20 plus accreditations that we have and uh, working with our insurers and providers. And that process is, has frankly been kind of under, uh, uh, overwhelming at times. Uh, so I'm not rushing into things, uh, maybe year one, maybe year two, probably closer to the two year mark. Uh, I think there's a tremendous amount I can do organically uh, this is a pharmacy that's that's grown to what it is today, a team of 27 with absolutely no sales or marketing team in place. Uh, so we have a lot of opportunity to expand 
uh, with our existing infrastructure before I, th I start thinking about um, bolt-ons. Good. I don't have any more questions for you. Is there anything you would like to add? No, I, um, you know, I, I certainly appreciate uh, your help throughout this. Um, it's always great to have someone you can bounce ideas off of and someone who, uh, you know, has, has done this before. Uh, I would say, you know, if you have not done an M&A deal before to certainly uh, have someone, it, it's good to have someone in your corner who, who has. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think this, this company has a lot of potential. I'm very grateful. I feel fortunate to be here. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing where, where we go from here. Thank you, Lance. And for those of you listening, if you have any questions for Lance, it is Lance at LMLCAP.com. And uh, Ward Road Pharmacy outside of Denver, Colorado. And I thank you for taking the time, Lance. And uh, uh, I know people listening are going to uh, get a lot out of this. Good. Happy to do it.